And welcome back to The Upper Room with Joe Kelly. And uh, we've just been uh, blessed to have John Richard stop by for another installment of The Upper Room in-house concert series and just some great, great guitar work, great songs there. And uh, I'm going to let uh, John Richard say hello to our audience. How you doing, John? How you doing, Joe? Uh, thank you for having me on your show here today. And, it's an uh, honor. Yeah, it's an honor to have you in here. You're such such a talented musician, passionate about the music. Uh, coming of age, how long has it been coming to, to put this out uh, this year? Well, I've actually been working on this CD for about three years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming of age really refers to, you know, me starting out very young taking lessons and uh if you buy my cd not right. to plug my cd but uh you know i mentioned about who i studied with my my first teacher who was carmen master and he was an arranger and guitarist with the big bands glenn miller and tommy dorsey and and that uh era and i studied with him since i was about seven eight years old and uh, if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would be able to play or do what I can now because he was a, a great musician and I learned a lot from him. And uh, he was also like a, a second father to me too. And uh, he had a studio down in Queens. And, you know, normally when you take lessons you'll go into a place and you'll take them for maybe like an hour and the guy will look at his clock and he'll say okay time's up go but I was fortunate enough that when I went in his studio uh, it was like I would stay there all night I'd go after school say like three o'clock in the afternoon and I'd stay until like 11 o'clock at night so it wasn't any of that and that's where I gained a lot of experience also recording uh, so I'm very fortunate to have that on my side, you know, but, uh, I just wanted to mention him because, uh, you know, he's probably not well known or anything like mm -hmm. that, but right. he was a great musician and a master of music. And I, I wanted to dedicate the CD to him. And there's a nice picture of the, the two you in there together. So, yeah. Yeah, that was in the studio uh, in Queens, in his story, actually. And uh, I don't know, I guess I was like <laughs> 15 years old there or something like that. And I also included some pictures of me along the way doing some other things in high school and things yeah, like and, that. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about the your first performance here. You gave a little sidebar to... to uh this picture, you're on stage for the first time? Yeah. <laughs> kind of frightening? Yeah. I had stage fright, and I can kind of remember it pretty well. Uh -huh. I guess it was like, whatever, five, six years old there. And right. There was a wedding band playing at the time in a local restaurant, and my dad said, you know, let him go up on the stage and play. And you can't tell by that picture, but I was, I was, I think I was crying in that picture because I was so afraid to get up there, and... uh Thank God I, I've gotten over it since then. I don't cry anymore when I go up on stage. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's a learning experience. And your CD, um, 
you know, primarily jazz, but you work a lot of different styles into that. Um, how about, you know, talk about the days when you first became a student with Carmen and, and developing your different style. Um, do you, back then, was it different? Did you, how, what kind of student were you then? Well, he was the kind of guy that you couldn't fool. I used to try and, like, you know, go home with an assignment, some kind of homework that he'd give me to study, to practice, and... I'd come back sometimes and I'd try and play for him and try and fool him because uh -huh. I wouldn't practice and he would know right away. <laughs> so he wasn't someone that you could fool. But uh, he was mainly uh, jazz and he, he played a lot of different instruments, violin and mandolin, guitar and uh, many different instruments. But uh, he was mainly into jazz. But I also liked rock and roll, you know, like Led Zeppelin mm -hmm. and, you know, funky music, you know, all around. Uh, so I kind of like tried to blend a little bit of that with what I do. You know, blues is another thing, you know. Uh, so I kind of touch base on a lot of different styles of music, I think, on my CD. It's not just jazz. I think there's a little bit of some different styles in there, maybe even a little folk on a, mm -hmm. on, a, on a tune or two. So, you know, to me, I like to try and make all the tunes as interesting as possible. Yeah, I like how you, you uh, turn the Beatles uh, classics in there with, you know, Michelle and Yesterday. Yeah, Yeah. well, Beatles were a great group there, and uh, I know those songs have been covered right. many times, but... I've been playing it for a long time now, and those are tunes that, you know, are, are very close to me, so mm -hmm. I don't mind playing them. How, how about on, uh, we should let our listeners know that uh, the CD, Coming of Age, uh, came out this year, and it's available uh, from John's website, and I'll give you the website, john-richard.com, and uh, all the information on there to, to get the CD and contact you. There's clips up there. And, uh, it's also on CD Baby. Oh, that's right, CD right. Baby. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is a real nice outlet for for independent artists and yes, it is. And, and connection to your website if they want to go there too. Mm -hmm. how, how about as an independent artist, um, what goes into? I, I know you have the tunes, but then getting the word out. What what has been working for you, and what what do you see uh, needs to be changed a little bit in, in the system to, for an artist like yourself? Well. I guess, you know, getting out and playing live is very important so you can, you know, get yourself heard. But thank God there's there's also people like yourself that have these independent stations going on that also, you know, have uh, exposure for artists like myself. Um, I don't know. I just think in, in general right now the state of music and what it is is very uh, categorized and uh, people are not willing to, you know, want to listen to other things as far as, you know, even if it might be experimental or whatever. We kind of seem to categorize everything and, and lump it into something and instead of just calling it good music or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. But I think things, you know, hopefully will be changing. There's a lot of uh, controversy right now going on in the music business with uh, downloading and, and, you know, things like that. But I'm sure things will turn around and we'll get better. 
and your website uh, also has some discussion on another thing you're heavily involved in, which is your production company. Um, why don't you talk about uh, how you got started into production and, and what do you use and what, what did you use to produce this album? Okay, well, based on the strength of the CD that I just released, uh, I've been doing some production work right now for different artists, you know, different types of music also, rock, uh, jazz, whatever. And uh, I'm working over at a studio which we use digital capabilities, Pro Tools, and uh, I'm working with some really talented musicians also. Uh, Jay Didimo, who's a good friend of mine, is an excellent drummer and uh, engineer also that I've been working with, and um, some talented musicians. Paul Adamy, one of the hot session bass players, around New York. I was fortunate enough to have been uh, hooked up with these guys who are really professionals. Arkady Kaufman, who played the saxophone on my uh, CD, another excellent musician. So I was lucky enough to put together some of uh, New York's hot session right. players. And uh, I think they complimented me really well. And as far as the production goes, I'm very excited about that. It's been taking up a lot of my time scheduling studios and things like that. But it's been a good learning experience for me. And I'm very excited about all the upcoming projects that I have. So when you're working with other artists producing them, as opposed to your own project, uh, a different kind of mindset going in? Are you a little tougher on yourself? Well, sometimes I, I'm not necessarily going to play the guitar or an instrument producing I think uh, just you're trying to take the artists for what they're doing and enhance them so uh, it's a different perspective altogether and uh, you kinda gotta just look at the person and their talents and, and and try and expand upon that which I think I I've got a good eye for that you know seeing what uh, people were capable of and, and getting them along. So, you know, I have a lot of experience in the studio, like I said, and I bring that to the producing end of it also. How about your selection of uh, different uh, guitars and strings instruments that you play on this record? I mean, you just go through the the, the liner notes and you, you touch upon just about everything conceivable. I mean, from six string to 12 string. Um, which, which songs do you decide to use which particular instrument? Do you have other versions using a totally different instrument of well, the same song? I'll just a lot of times hear a certain thing in my head of the way I would like it to sound and I'll kind of maybe you know fool around with different instruments. I have a my main instrument is a, a Monteleone archtop jazz guitar. Which uh, I, I see today. Wh which yeah, I brought right. down today. Uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about John Monteleone. He's considered uh, the number one guitar luthier, guitar maker in the uh, world for that matter. And uh, I think he just puts out a beautiful guitar. It's, it's not something that you can just go to the store and pick it off the rack. It's all custom made and it takes probably a couple of years to get one. But uh, it's well worth it if you can afford it. And uh, 
that's my main guitar because I really love the sound of that. And uh, but I also have a Gibson solid body L5, which also gives out some good sounds and you know mandolin, a couple of acoustic things. I I like to keep you know different sounds going. I don't. You know, I could very easily just stay with one sound on the guitar, on this guitar, but I think the variety of the different sounds, Telecaster, Stratocaster, all these different sound guitars, makes for a more interesting type of uh, song. How did you get into the mandolin? Well, that was something that uh, Carmen kind of got me into. Okay. He used to play it, and, you know, I'm Italian, so... Uh -huh. I guess I had to play the Tarantella a few times, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just play a little bit now. I don't do too much lead mandolin playing or anything like that. I used to do strolling mandolin when I was younger uh -huh. to make a few dollars. But now I'll just kind of keep it on the side and, and play a little bit in the background for an interesting song. I think I put it in one one of the tunes on the album. But other than that, I'm pretty much, you know, stronger with the guitar, so that's my main instrument. You know, we were having an uh, interesting talk off-air before, uh, you know, in between the takes of, of the concert you just performed uh, about the status of jazz and, and music that's out of the mainstream in radio and how it's, you know, fitting in. Um, how do you see it? And, uh, you know, do you see some, some light at the end of the tunnel for musicians such as yourself and shows like this show uh sure yeah as long as uh people like you uh that are out there trying to expose you know our independent artists and like myself sure i think there's hope i think people need to kind of uh expand their minds a little bit about music too i mean because you know a lot of the major labels and what we hear now on the radio uh, like we we talked before, it's very categorized music, and uh, you know they kind of like want to shove that down people's throats. But uh, I think jazz is something that you know is not uh, necessarily for the mainstream public. But one of these days, maybe it will be. I don't know. In the meantime, we'll just keep plugging away and, right. and see what happens. That's right. As long as we can make a modest living and, and do what we love, that, that's most important. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not about the money right? for the most part. You know, with a lot of jazz players uh, and, and, you know, people who really love doing music, it's not just about the money. It's, it's about uh, expressing yourself as an artist and it's not just always about the dollar value of it. Right. Because if that was, you know, we'd be more commercial and do things like that. You know, a lot of people will knock, like, certain radio stations, like 101.9, and it's very commercial. But, you know, I understand their point of what they're trying to do. They're trying to expand a little bit of jazz into the mainstream public. But, you know, behind the scenes is... The people that I admire as far as musicians mm -hmm. are the people who grind it out every night. Unknown people that play these clubs and things like that that are unknown. And they're just out there plugging away because they're doing it for the music and not right. for the money. Right. So, you know, things happen in cycles. So maybe down the road people will be tired of what they're listening to now and maybe want to get a load of something else. 
and, and maybe a Desert Sun will be on a Casey Kasem's top 40 <laughs> count. <laughs> well, I don't know about yeah. that, but uh, but no, I I think exactly what you say. I definitely agree with with, with what you just said there. How how about um, I was complimenting you on the design of of your CD. Which is real nice. I mean, if uh, folks you you know get it, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know the the uh, artwork and and design in there. Uh, first of all, who who worked on it, and and uh, how'd you decide to do it like this? Well, we like the the what they call eco friendly packaging, mm -hmm. right? And uh, you also can fit a lot of information on it. And it's nice and thin for mailing purposes and things like that. And as far as the concepts, uh, I worked with my wife's aunt, Elaine, who was in the marketing field. She's very experienced, has been in that field for a long time. And we just came up with a lot of ideas, and we finally settled on some uh, good things. And uh, I think people were very impressed by the packaging part of it the, the yeah, visual the, aspect of the uh, cd yeah it's definitely very impressive and uh, is this the whole collection or you you got a ton more of guitars at home well that's about all i have right now but uh -huh. i'll be working on more right if my wife doesn't <laughs> yell at me for buying more instruments right. i'm always down at the guitar center or sam ash right looking at the newest so she has to keep you away from <laughs> exactly your <free> time, right <laughs> exactly yeah. <laughs> She's got to cut up my Sam Ash card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about the uh, buying all the different instruments, um, how about uh, music that you listen to other than your own? Do you, are you a buyer a lot of music? or? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm mainly into uh, instrumental music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I also enjoy vocals and things like that, too. I like blues. I like jazz. I... You know, I I try not to focus on one thing. I I'm open, very open-minded to a lot of forms of music. Right. Uh, and we've got uh, information on how to pick up John Richards' CD called "Coming of Age." You can go straight to his website, john-richard.com, and also to cdbaby.com. And at the search, just type in John Richard, and it'll bring you right to that page. And uh, I want to thank you for, for coming by the Upper Room and, and great performance. I, uh, people uh, I know are really enjoying your, your guitar playing. Well, I want to thank you for having me because I really appreciate being mm -hmm. here. And uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the music. Oh, yeah. And uh, you continue playing it. Oh, we, we will. And, Don't worry about that. And... Uh, and we're gonna in the have future, you up here, yeah. Uh, in the future, I'm gonna be coming out with some more music. It's not gonna end here, you know. It might not be jazz. Maybe it'll be blues or some other form. But uh, I'll be coming out with some more good music right. down the road. Oh, guaranteed to that. And um, let's see. We'll we'll go off with uh, something off the CD. We'll, how about decoy? Sure. We'll get into decoy from John Richards' Coming of Age. And uh, thanks so much, John. Thank you again, Joe. Okay, this is John Richard. <laughs> 